Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. How have you been lately? It's second week of the July, and I have a little update. What's been going on here? There have been one hundred forty confirmed cases of COVID nineteen, which is crazy. I guess that things will come down one way or another, but I doubt things will never be the same. The virus has a long period of latency after infection. Which means we may not have shown any symptoms, so please keep wearing a mask and keep a distance from people. So last week, I wrote my script and record and edit for the first time. I found it really difficult to edit in a natural way, like connecting question A and question B, because it hasn't been a very long time since I started to use my MacBook Pro, so I'm still getting used to it. I have trouble making my artwork and deciding the name of the podcast. So I googled it. How can I make my own podcast profile? How do I come up with my podcast name? So finally, thinking out loud is my podcast name. It means talking by myself to document my daily life. And for Anchor, it's allow me to edit and publish in an easy way. So if you're planning to make your own podcast, I highly recommend you guys to use this application. And I need to prepare for my thesis because it's one of the requirement for my graduate. So for the first thing that I'm gonna do is thinking about my topic. I'm not sure if I can. Also, I'm making my side project for my career, so let's see how it goes well. Today, I'm gonna explain about my apps on my phone. Like, what are some apps that I usually use in a daily basis? I guess it's a good way of learning English. So let's dive into this topic. I like to being super organized, so I categorize my apps on my phone. For the first folder, there are basic camera, clips, Cimera, photo, photo grid, and neighbor cloud. Actually, I don't really take a picture, but sometimes I take a picture of my lecture notes or delicious food. And next thing is clips. I literally don't use these clips at all, but you can change the background of your photos. And also, I thought I couldn't delete on my phone, but I'm discovering I can. And next thing is Cimera. I only use this app for decorating my photo. They have cute and cool emoji. And there is a silent camera so that I can take a picture on a quiet place. But don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean a hidden camera. And next thing is Photo Grid. I can make my own background by using this app. I can choose ratio on my phone. Recently, I've been so into Alex Dendar in Thirteen Reasons Why, so I downloaded his picture on Pinterest and made it on my wallpaper. Last thing is Neighbor Cloud. When you don't have any enough storage on your phone, it can be very helpful to save your photos and documents because it doesn't take your storage on your actual phone. So for me, I save my photos that I really wanna keep permanently. But you should pay for upgrade version. Okay, let's move on to next folder. These are the things that I usually use when I study English. There are YouTube, Netflix, podcast, and NPR. For my English, I watch YouTube and Netflix a lot. I rarely watch it on my phone, but sometimes I watch it on my bed when I can't sleep. 
Next thing is podcast. Recently, I listened to the podcast a lot. When I go for a walk, I downloaded some episode because that makes sure I can't get bored. For my listening skill, I listen to NPR, which stands for National Public Radio, so I can keep up with current issue. Next, there are Evernote and Google Doc. For my English, I use Evernote a lot. It's paid service, so I pay for five dollars per month. I can find this to be very helpful because you can pair this to your phone, then you can see your documents whenever you want. Next thing is Google Doc. I really use this for my resume or CV or assignments. I use this when I'm cramming some exam because it is also can be connected with your phone so that I can study over and over again. I guess a lot of college students use this app for writing their essay and lab report. And the last thing is Skillshare. I've been taking a lecture about time management. It was very worth it. But for now, it was expired of free trial, so I don't really use it anymore. Okay, next there are Google, Gmail, Google Drive, LinkedIn, Safari, Naver, and Naver Blog. First one is Google. I've been using this app since I studied English rather than using Naver. I used to use Naver Mail, but it's more convenient for me to use Gmail with Google apps. And I have 16 on red mail, but that doesn't mean I don't check my email at all. It means that I get a lot of spam mail that I don't bother opening. And I use Google Drive when I need to share some material. And next thing is LinkedIn. I made my account on LinkedIn, but it's not complete. This is basically where you post about your achievement, like career-wise. It's really good for getting your job, and I can keep up with some current issues of my interested company. Next one is Safari. I don't gravitate towards with using this app, but I do have it just in case when I'm not allowed to log in some website by using Google. Lastly, there is Neighbor and Neighbor Blog. For my English, I often use this to figure out the meaning of some words that I don't get in English. But I don't think they offer awkward meaning. I used to upload in my daily routine on blog, but I stopped doing that because I'm planning on making my own website by using other platform. Next folder, there are KB 국민은행, SC Mobile, Paybook, Payco. They're basically for banking chores. I have KB SC because I have an account open with them. I use KB for my allowance from my parents, and SCJ Running has a lot of benefit for debit card. Like I can save up points, and then you can use this for airline tickets or redeem the points for great rewards. So I can get some coffee or buy a book. For Paybook, I can pay for my online shopping, and if I forgot to bring my wallet, that's when I use this app. Next thing, there are Starbucks, GS25, CGV, MyKT, Happy Points, and Wallet. I like to go Starbucks because it's really convenient for me. And once you get a notification on this app, just take your coffee and that's it. And I have Gold Membership. Also, you can get a star every time you go there. And once you collect 12 stars, then you can get free coupon. 
I'm literally one star away from getting a free coffee right now, so I'm gonna go tomorrow. I think it's really convenient in a way that you can use your gift card on this app. And this was previously a sector that I feel uncomfortable because I should like show my gift card to the partner in person. Also, if there is something that you want to request, you just need to write your request on this app. Like, oh, second floor is too hot, would you turn off the AC that the partner would deal with? It is really perfect for this COVID period, I think. Also, I heard that when you use drive-through, like, you can bill automatically, which is amazing. I use CGV for booking my tickets. But since the virus has been started, I haven't been there for about 5 months. I use GS25 and KT membership to get a discount. When I worked in CVS, I used a lot, but I don't really use them much right now. And there is a happy point. I can accumulate points whenever I go Paris baguettes, Dunkin' Donuts, or Baskin Robbins. And the last thing is wallet. I haven't used it at all, so there's not much to talk about it. Next, there are Kyobo and Yes24 and Amazon. For Kyobo and Yes24, I order my book, and sometimes I check they have it in stock because I prefer to buy a used book if I can. It's almost same as the new one. For Amazon, I ordered my stuff from overseas, like books or other stuff, but the delivery cost was really high. Like one day I wanted to get a like special edition of Oreo, but I couldn't buy this one in our country. But I found that on Amazon. But the thing is, shipping cost is more expensive than Oreo. So I ended up not buying that. Next, there are clock, calendar, cacao map. I use this app for setting up alarm every single day. I usually set up my alarms 5.50 a.m. on weekday. Other than that, I do typically wake up at 8 a.m. and I use timer for my study and workout. But recently, I use more Google Timer more than I do. Here's calendar. I don't really use this app other than checking the dates because I always plan out my day on my journal. For cacao map. I have no sense of direction, honestly, so I'm definitely rely on this map for the first months at Seoul. I still use it. I like using this map to take me to the place that I haven't been before. I can find subway line and which bus that I need to take to go somewhere. Next, there are memo, reminder, and Corel talk. I use this app to take notes on basically anything. If I need to like stuff that I should buy, I jot them down or like packing list whenever I go somewhere or like grocery list. And I literally don't use reminder at all. So there's not much to talk about it. And I can buy train tickets on Corail apps and I can check the weather by using weather apps. And the calculator to calculate things, obviously. And I do use voice memo when I need to voice over for my podcast and study English. Next, I'm gonna talk about a cacao talk. I always text my friends and send some photos or video, whatnot. Also, I use cacao pay. I don't quite understand why people using this service, but now I get that. 
because this is very easy way to transfer your money because you're constantly having to pay for your food or get some coffee or this is how you pay your friends like and they pay for your taxi or coffee so we do all that through Kakao Pay. That's it. I think today's episode is a little bit boring, but thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll be back next episode. Bye!